Well, hello there, top teachers. We are your hosts, Michelle Emerson. And Bridget Spackman, and we are here to make your life easier by helping you master your time, organization, and productivity as a teacher. We are popping in with a little bonus episode for you because we've recently held our first ever Top Teacher PD live event in York, Pennsylvania, where we just got to spend the day in person with about 50 of our top teachers and help them prepare for the school year ahead. So in this bonus episode, we are going to share some behind the scenes info about the preparation of the event and just recap the entire experience. But first, I thought we could each share our current TSHs, starting with you, Bridget. Oh, thanks, Michelle. <laughs> so I feel like I have a ton. Um, one, I felt like ever since the live event, I've been like a rotating door. Like, is that the right saying? Yeah. Re- like, or a revolving okay. door. Revolving door. That's, I think that's the word I was looking for. Um, but my sister was here, so she was staying here. And I felt like I really had no time like without people in my house because then we started getting in construction people. So bathroom update uh the bathroom is gonna get started guys i knock on wood though let's make sure that that actually does happen um but we've just had people inside and outside of our house which always just takes you know a little bit of time yeah um on top of this i have now been going through induction meetings meaning um so if you guys are not familiar it's basically like new teacher meetings that you have to do whenever you start at a new district so i have been going through induction meetings which are great but guys I like didn't have anybody to talk to on my first induction meeting I sat all by myself but then I'm also like an antisocial person like I also don't put myself out there so it's partly my fault and then like during during lunch because they gave us lunch on the first day I'm sitting there and I just like opened up my phone and I started reading on my kindle How lame am I? I should have just that, gone to the though. bathroom and to eat. No. I just don't know what to say to people. I know. It is. I struggle with that too. So Listen. I would have done the same thing. But hearing you describe it, I'm like, oh, that's so sad. I know. I just, and I, and I don't even want to have conversations with certain people. There were, there were some girls next to me and they were like, they had potty mouths, which I have a potty mouth. Like I really bad potty mouth and Michelle can like totally like yep. vouch for that as do i however i don't have a potty mouth at work yeah like, especially you when you're I mean? at the first a new meeting. teacher yeah mm. it's just not okay so i was trying to not be social with them um and then just setting up my classroom everything's just taking forever yeah <laughs> i want to be like a magic fairy that can just be like bibbity bobbity boo and it's all done <laughs> you have made great progress though i obviously haven't seen it because i know you were in there did you go in on sunday no, well, no. Okay. No, I ha- so I went yesterday, like okay. after my first induction meeting. I think I was in there for probably about three hours or so. Okay. Um, and we got a lot of stuff organized. I got some of the stuff put into like the the like storage closet because we have like a big shelf like in the storage closet area. So I was able to get some of the things that I just didn't. I, like I want to keep, but I right. just need to store it somewhere. I placed it in there. And then the other things, I put it in the library to be able to give away to other teachers that I just needed to say goodbye to because I have too much CRAP. So, yeah. Um, well, I times. will say I got to see Bridget's new classroom when I was there for the live event. We had to pop in and grab some items for a display table. Yeah. And when I walked in, I was actually shocked at how much she had gotten done. I pictured it being just all boxes piled up, but she had already gotten a lot of our cabinets organized and I was very thoroughly impressed with Thank the you. progress she had made. So I appreciate that. Trent also put up my lights, which was really nice. So slowly but surely I'm getting there. I still have no idea what I want to do for decor wise. I just I'm struggling on that forefront, but we're are going to be done with that conversation because I'm just like I'm starting to sweat. Like my pits are just no way yeah. now. So it's overwhelming me out it does it does so what about you michelle what's your tsh right now so i can't believe i'm saying this but my latest tsh is the gym which i love going (laughs) to the gym so it's an okay tsh to have but here's my thing okay because billy and i go to a new gym and this gym is further away from our house it's kind of over by the austin airport which is on like the east side of austin now For a couple weeks, we were able to go in like the middle of the day. So traffic wasn't that bad to get there. However, 
because of Billy's job, he now, his schedule has gotten a little bit more consistent, which is nice, but yeah. we are typically, oh, and he got a promotion. I didn't tell you that, Bridget, but he got <gasps> no a, a promotion Aww. and a little raise. So good for him. <gasps> good but for, that's amazing. <laughs> it is. But now we're going to the gym at like six, six thirty each night, which is like peak traffic time. Uh, and so it mm. will take a solid 45 minutes to get to the gym. And then once I'm in the gym, because there is no air conditioning and we have been experiencing a huge heat wave, it has been for the month of July, it was triple digits. So hundred degrees or hotter for 29 out of 31 of the days. <laughs> and because there is no air conditioning and I'm in there just sweating profusely, my workouts take longer because it takes longer for me to like catch my breath and I just feel exhausted. And so what I used to be able to do in like an hour and a half is now taking like two hours and then having to drive home in the traffic. And then when I get home, I have to like cool off before I can shower. And so the entire thing takes between like three and a half and four hours for me to go to the gym. And that's a big bulk of my day. Oh my gosh. Now, they am I willing to see in that place? I don't think it's going to happen. It'd be way too expensive. It's super but cute, though. Am I willing to give up the gym for that? No, like no. I'm, I'm still going to make it work. <laughs> but it just means I have to be more productive with the rest of my day so that I can, yeah. you know, a lot four but, hours to the gym. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I think I feel like sometimes having that will force you to be more productive. Do you know yes. what I mean? I feel like productive me over the summer is very different than productive me during the school year because Mm -hmm. during the school year I know I have like time constraints and so I know that I have to like utilize like my pockets of times really like effectively yeah um and so maybe that'll like you know push you and it'll be like oh I really need to like get her get her but you know what you're always like get her done get her done (laughs) but you're always like that so (laughs) yeah I will say uh the days when I have a lot going on and I'm like I have to get all of this done before I go to the gym I I get through it versus the days when I'm like oh loosey-goosey I can do whatever I want and then at the end of the day I'm like what did I even accomplish today I know I know it is a good thing but Mm. let's jump into live event yeah. So what's really interesting is that if you guys haven't been following us for a really long time, Michelle and I had this like a big dream to do a live event March of 2020. You already know where we're going with this. <laughs> so it was like towards the very end of March of 2020. Mm-hmm. And we had to shift gears because of, you know, the C word. <laughs> so yeah. Um, we ended up doing some virtual things for the people who, you know, had purchased tickets because we were not able to do it. I think it was like the week before, wasn't it? It literally everything just shut down. I want to say it was originally scheduled for like March 28th. For okay. some reason, that date is stuck in my head. But yeah, everything shut down like mid-March, I think it was. And then I remember being so nervous to drive to your house to do the virtual things because they were like shutting down state lines. And I was like, what if I get pulled over? I know. We were like, just tell, just tell them you're going to go see a family member, like a grandmother that you have to take care of. We are terrible people. But also at that time, no one knew where things were going. Like it was so new and no one knew how to handle it. We literally thought it was like two weeks and we were going to be back at school. Yeah. So we shifted and, and went virtual. We made it work. And then initially our thought was, oh, we'll do it summer of 2021. But then pandemic was still going on. Yeah. I was moving across the country. So timing was not ideal. But no. we made it happen finally this yeah. summer. This summer we did it. Um, and I am so glad that we actually waited this much time because I think, you know, Yes, we have always been very productive. We have always been really good about organizing ourselves and all of the things that we've kind of revolved around this podcast, like individually, right? With Pocketful yeah. of Primary, the lettered classroom. But I think, you know, as you and I have been working together for what, two and a half years now, mm-hmm. almost with this podcast, we've just grown so much. We've learned so much about, you know, time management, organization, productivity. And I just feel like these sessions were banging. They were yeah. so much better than what we would have done in March of 2020. Can we just tell people, because listen, we do not have it all figured out. Okay. (laughs) We figure things out along the way, but our initial thought for this event 
we were going to have a session on time management, a session uh-huh. on organization and a session on productivity. And since then, I think we've realized that's not how it works. They kind of all mingle yeah. in together. There are parts of it that are separate, but truly I think of like a Venn diagram, but it's like one of those three circle Venn diagrams. And I felt like the event we ended up putting on was so much better than what we initially would have had. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, I completely agree. And so when Michelle was here, because we did um, a, a little live batch planning live for EB Academics, where we like did a, a virtual workshop, or I guess it was more of yeah. like a presentation, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, but I remember us sitting down at the table and we were like, maybe we should start like hashing out what our what our sessions are going to be like. Guys, this was a month. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say, this before. was the end of June and our live event <laughs> ended up being, you know, July 25th. So literally a month out, we're like, yeah, we should we should probably start, you know, planning this. <laughs> <laughs> it was terrible. So we're sitting down and we're like, okay, let's start with names. Like, yeah, <laughs> we didn't even like start with what, uh, what the sessions themselves were going to look like. We were like, let's start with the names because we always like a good, a good catchy title. <laughs> yes. Yes. It can make all the difference. Uh, and then basically from that moment, like us sitting down at the table and kind of hashing out the basic parts of the sessions, the month of July is when basically all of the event prep took place. But meanwhile, oh, yeah. Bridget and I are both trying to finish up our draft manuscripts for our books. Now, these are like separate books that we're writing, but we just happen to kind of be on the same timeline. So we're like trying to write books and then trying to plan out this live event. And it was a hot mess. I mean, oh, yeah, it came together. But in the moment, thinking back, I'm like, we should have been a little bit more prepared. (laughs) We were cutting it so close. Yeah. So at the end of June, we were just like, okay, we came up with our names. And we're like, okay, that's really good. We got a good start. And then... (laughs) After that, nothing else happened. No. Uh, We just were so consumed with what other things were going on, and we just really wanted to get those books done. But I feel like we started, I did enjoy our little trip to Walmart. So that was one of the things that we did was that um, when we were done with our batch planning live, I think this was actually a couple of days beforehand, when you were here and we were planning things out, we were like, oh, let's take a trip to Walmart and let's just kind of walk down the aisles to get mm-hmm. ideas for what we wanted to have like decor wise for the event because we didn't have that either. <laughs> we yeah. had, oh no, no, no. Like we, <laughs> we had some like purple cloths, what else did we have? Pens? Like, yeah, we that had was pretty much it. Just a few things that we had ordered for the initial event in March of 2020. So we had pens, we had leftover like merchandise that we were going to sell. Yeah. And we had these like purple table runners. And that was, oh, we had the retractable signs. Oh, yes. Which had Michelle Ferrey written on them because again, <laughs> March of 2020 wasn't married yet. So that was it. And then everything else we're like, yep, we should probably figure out yeah. what we're going to have out. <laughs> Yeah. So we like walked around and we we figured out what things we needed to order. And then I believe, was it during like like a Zoom chat that we were just like, okay, let's just like order all of the stuff that we need? Yeah, we met once or twice during the month of July. Once, I think, to kind of hash things out a little bit further than what we had, which was just a list of here's the four session titles. And then we met another time to actually order all of the like decor and poor Bridget. Yeah. Because since this was being held in York where Bridget lives, that meant everything we ordered had to be shipped to her. So she was just getting boxes upon boxes. She sent me a picture of one point of like the corner of her bedroom just piled with all the boxes. She's like, here's our stuff. <laughs> yeah. And meanwhile, I'm just hoarding things. Whereas Michelle is like doing all the real work because she's like creating like the digital tickets, the templates, the email. She's like doing the emails to people. And I'm like, I'm not doing anything <laughs> other well, than holding boxes and doing and you no- created- notepads. Yeah. But you you just say creating notepads as if that's something minuscule. So for each live event attendee, we ended up giving them a folder with all the printed templates. Yeah. And then we also gave them access to the templates digitally. And they got this notebook and it said top teacher and it said time manager, organization, pro, productivity master, I think yes, up at the top. And that was an idea we had from the get-go with the original session. We were going to create these notebooks. Bridget like personally printed all of the sheets and then attached them to like the piece of thick cardboard and attached what like it's like a glue adhesive at the top. It's like a clear adhesive thing that allows you to be able to rip the pages off, but it holds it all together. 
So she handmade all of these notebooks. Most people would just send it out and like have them printed mm-hmm. and have That's them delivered. Expensive. It is expensive. But Bridget sat here and handmade each of those notebooks, which was incredible. So basically I took over digital stuff because that was manageable for me. And Bridget took over a lot of like the physical material since she's where the event was being hosted. Yeah. And then and then I flew in. Yeah, we didn't do much beforehand. <laughs> that was that was it. Um, I flew in to Bridget's on Saturday, July 23rd. So essentially, we had the rest of that day on Saturday and Sunday in order to prepare because the event was Monday, July 25th. Oh my gosh, we literally only did had two days. Two days. It's to all like a throw blur. It together. To be honest, it's I don't even feel like we even did a live event. Like I, it's all a blur. Yeah, I mean because we. It was one of those moments where we knew it had to get done and we knew our time was very limited yes. and we just dove in and we're like, I don't care how it will get done. And it did. But yeah, that time yeah. was hectic. Now I will say I have a vlog of it on my YouTube channel. So if you want to see oh, like the so actual good. behind the scenes, um, including us taste testing some hot sauce, that is all there. <laughs> but <laughs> essentially Saturday was spent organizing all those materials from the yes. boxes which was great because then we had like, here's the decor items. Here's what goes right. out on tables. That was it, brilliant. It was so nice to just be able to be like, okay, here's where this table is going to go. Here's the box for that table. Yep. Here's what this table is. Here's a box for that table. And it just made, I feel like the putting things out so much quicker. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good, we basically created zones. I mean, yeah, that's what we did. Uh, yeah. In boxes. <laughs> yeah. And then the rest of Saturday was spent printing all of the templates. So each person got a total of, now we printed front and back, but I think it was like six pages, maybe seven. So it was a lot of printing because we had around 50 yeah. of these. And Michelle, they were printed you want to tell them the story about that? That's the fun times. <laughs> oh, just, you mean us running out of ink multiple times and having to go multiple. to the store? multiple times <laughs> because we'd get an, an ink cartridge and we're like oh this is like 500 sheets that'll be enough and then before we knew it it had just completely exhausted and we're like okay gotta go get more but and we did end up printing their certificates so the pd certificates we had those printed at staples and picked them up because the templates were all black and white but the colored ink we ran out of that we're like all right yeah. let's just let's go get colored ink um, or let's go have them printed so we don't have to get colored ink right but we then had to assemble all the folders. So making sure the templates were like in the right order, putting them in the folder. And then we created slides because, you know, we needed slides to present. So yeah, two days before we started creating those. And I think Saturday we stayed up until like 1130, which wasn't horrible. No, it wasn't terrible. Was I actually awake during that time? Yeah, kind of. Okay. I can't remember. I feel yeah. like I would have been asleep at that time. <laughs> we were up in your office and it was, we were, oh, we started binding books because we also had to bind oh, these that's books right, that's for, right. the VIP for the attendees. VIP. And so we were waiting, literally like a, a book section would print out yes. and we would bind it. And yeah, I mean, 1130, I thought was pretty good yeah, for us getting to bed. It wasn't terrible. It definitely wasn't terrible. Um, and then on Sunday, the work was not done. We still had a whole lot more to get finished. So we had to finish creating our slides. And if I remember right, I feel like the four sessions, we had two sessions done on Saturday. And so we mm -hmm. needed two more done on Sunday. Is that correct? Yeah, that sounds right. I mean, Sunday morning, we just mm -hmm. sat on the couch for like five or six hours and just yeah. worked on slides. Yeah. So we got slides and then we had to go and get balloons. Now, the balloon were like touch and go for a little bit there we were like I don't know if we're gonna be able to do it because it's York Pennsylvania things don't stay open very long and I have very limited options as far as where we can buy balloons at without having to drive with like 30 minutes away from me so uh we were like okay let's go to Party City because that's the only place we can go and Party City closed at six o'clock so we said all right let's go at five <laughs> So we show up at five o'clock. The ladies were super nice. I think there were like three ladies back there and they were kind of talking us through. We're like, how long does a balloon last? And they're like, oh, like eight hours. And Michelle and I were like, this is not going to work because we need the balloons to last all night and then all through the event itself. So we started talking to them because there was an option of like the more foily type balloon. What is that mm -hmm. called again? Like mylar. Mylar balloons. 
However, I feel like I like just a good latex balloon because I feel like it just looks a little bit better. So we were talking to the ladies and they were like, you can add this stuff. It's like an extra 15 per or 15 cents per balloon, but it's like a high, I think high rise. Yeah. That's something. That's all they call yeah. it. I don't know. So they basically were pumping a liquid inside each balloon. They would rub the balloon together and then they would inflate the balloon. Okay. So they're doing this. We like calculated what balloons we needed to have. Although in hindsight, as we go back and we have to re-listen to this podcast or Michelle re-listens to the podcast because I don't do that very much. Um, we should have gotten extra balloons just yeah. in case. Yep. Okay. Hindsight. So there is there is a, a little bit of what do they call it? Now I can't think of the word. Um, foreshadowing like, happening yes, here. Yes. <laughs> so... Um, so we had gotten those balloons. We also got some really big, like the clear balloons with the confetti inside because they're just really, really gorgeous. For, like, the outside area for as people come, they can see where the venue is. and They can know where to park and enter into. So we get the balloons. All right. Trent comes to help us take the balloons because we have too many of them. Michelle it decides to sacrifice herself and to go into the back seat with all the balloons. She's like, I am not letting go because she had a really horrible experience as a child. Yeah. I mean, every, well, I say everyone, I guess not everyone, but most people have had that experience as a child where your parent gives you a balloon and they're like, hold on to it. And you're like, I got it. And you don't got it and you let go and that <laughs> balloon floats away and you're just traumatized. So I had wrapped because we had bundles. We had like four different yes. bundles of balloons yes. or I guess five technically. And I think I had a bundle or two like wrapped around my hand many, many times so that it was not coming <laughs> off. And so as I got into the car with them, I was like, I'm just staying back here. So I was kind of crammed in the back corner. Yeah. yeah. So the so Michelle's like almost laying down on the seat in the back seat. Okay. Yeah. She has all the balloons over her, her head, like she's <laughs> peeking out over the window just ever so slightly. Okay. So she could kind of see where we're going. So as we start driving, we hear a big <laughs> pop and she was like, Oh no, the balloon it's died. And so then we drive a little bit more and I stop at a stoplight and then again, it popped. <laughs> And so we've lost now two balloons mm -hmm. and she's like, I hope they don't pop anymore because she's screaming bloody murder in the backseat. And I'm freaking out and I'm like, please stop yelling because I am driving <laughs> and you are going to make me wreck. <laughs> and I just don't want to do that. So we get to the venue, all right, to drop the balloons off. And as I'm like pulling the balloons out <laughs> and helping Michelle out of the seat, I realized that that high rise stuff that they put in the balloon is now covering my seats <laughs> in my new to me car because <laughs> it's not brand new. It's a 2019, but it is covering my seat and the back of the seat and like the window and the door. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And it's like sticky and gooey yeah. and disgusting. And I just couldn't think about it in that moment. I was like, just get out of the car. Just get out of the car. Trent will clean it later. <laughs> You're going to be cleaning that for months because it, it was a splatter. So it's it all these splatter. teeny tiny droplets everywhere. Now, there were a couple spots where the other balloons kind of, you know, guarded it and it yeah. didn't get there. But I would just like to say with me screaming, I don't do well with like shocking <laughs> surprise, you know, like loud noises, sudden things. And the other issue is because the balloons were so close to me, I could like feel it popping and so it just even though I knew it was coming I said in my vlog it's like the game perfection where I hated the game perfection because it's the anticipation of when is it gonna pop yeah and so I was not enjoying that um but what's ironic so it was a balloon it popped was it blue yeah and it was one from one stack and one from the other so they yeah. still were symmetrical which they were I appreciate it worked out Super perfect. So we get to the venue at, I want to say it was a little bit before six o'clock or so. Yeah, um, that sounds and right. They had a wedding before that time. So we were like hounding them about wanting to get in and set things up. And so the guy hadn't even cleared off the tables yet. Like mm -hmm. he was still clearing off the tables. And we're like, yeah, we're going to start setting up if that's okay. So he's trying to move tables in, pull tables away because they had round tables for the wedding and we needed rectangle tables. But thankfully, 
like, thank goodness we were there because we had to change the layout because they didn't have enough covers. They didn't have enough tables multiple times. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Because originally we're like, oh, we're using the six foot tables. And then he's like, well, I don't have enough. So then we shifted to like some six foot and some eight foot, but then he didn't have enough tablecloths in certain colors. So we had to shift like three or four times. And we literally just had scraps of paper and we would draw it out because we had to have different tables for the VIP versus the general admission. And so it was like playing a game of Tetris, essentially. It was. It it really was. But we got it done, which felt so nice. Like we, I felt so good leaving that venue. It was like just a huge weight had lifted off of my shoulders Mm -hmm. because then at least I knew that we could walk in and be ready to go if we had to, right? Like, Like if it had to be at that moment, it was pretty much ready to go other than our slides. Yeah. Um, so we ended up going back home. And we finished up our slides. That was kind of the hardest part. And we stayed up until about 11 or Michelle stayed up until like three or four o'clock in the morning. Well, yeah, I stayed up till like both 4 times every both night, times. even after the event, because I, I get very anxious beforehand, so I can't turn off my brain. And then even after it's like, I just keep replaying it in my head. And so I don't sleep well, but we finished work around 11, which I thought was yes, good. It because was. We didn't stay I up as tired. late. I was so tired. And I wake up in the morning and Michelle's like, all right, so I've made multiple lists. Here's a list within a list and another list and within a list. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah, because Sunday night before the event, again, I was up until 4 a.m., couldn't sleep. So I started making lists. I had a list of things we had to do before we left the house, things we had to bring with us when we left the house, things we had to do as soon as we got to the venue, reminders, (laughs) things we had to do at lunchtime, things we had to do to clean up. Like I just had all of these lists. And that's, you know, what eventually put me to sleep. But (laughs) fast forward now to Monday morning, day of the event. So this is Monday, July 25th. Our event was scheduled to run from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. with a chunk of time for lunch. Mm -hmm. And then we had a separate VIP session afterward from 4.30 to 6 p.m. But in the morning, even though the event started at 9, our doors were technically opening at 8.30. So Bridget and I got there a little after 7.30 because, again, there was, like, nothing really left to do. We had a couple last-minute setups. We had to put the signs out in the front because we had gone to Party City. We actually had them delivered. But we had these, like, you know, those yard signs where we had letters that spelled out T-O-T-D, super cute. We had to put the balloons out front. We had to turn on, like, some of the lights and things. But that was it. Yeah. So we basically, you know, we tried to get some, like, pictures and and little video clips and whatnot. And then 8.30 came. We started welcoming people in. I ran the registration table because I had been organizing all the tickets. So I knew people by name. Like they could give me a first name and I knew their last name because I had looked at it so many times. And Bridget did a fantastic job mingling around the room, talking to people. She says she's not a mingler, y'all. I am not a mingler. mingler. I'm not a mingler. She is. I did. I've tried very, very hard to walk around and really talk to people. So that was me getting outside of my comfort zone. Yeah. And I will say I had a couple people comment on this afterward, which I thought was nice. People thought when they walked into the event, we were going to have like a team of people with us, right? Like there would be a team of people running the registration table. And I had a couple ladies say, oh, I was very thrown off when like it was Michelle standing there. Like I just wasn't (laughs) expecting it. And I think it was a nice personal touch because it truly was just us putting on this event. Obviously Trent's husband or Trent's husband, (laughs) Bridget's (laughs) husband, Trent helped with some of the setup and he helped the day of getting clips and things like that. But otherwise like, it was just us. We didn't have yeah. a team of people. No, I, we did have my mother-in-law come in for like the very beginning part of it for like the merch table. Now she only stayed for like an hour or two. Yeah. It wasn't very long, but thank goodness she did that mm-hmm. because, you know, I, I while I could have very easily sat and ran the merch table, I do think it's a little, it's nice to be able to have conversations and be able to get to know the people who are coming to see you. Do you know what I mean? So I felt, we felt together that it was really important for us to be talking with the attendees. Mm -hmm. And so she did that. Trent was more of like the behind the scenes guy. He really like handled all the other people, like the, the, for the event place that we were at, they were pretty much having conversations with him. So he was making sure that everything on that end was running really smooth so that we could focus on the people who were attending and also our presentations. 
Yeah. So speaking of presentations, we had the day structured so that there were two sessions before lunch and Bridget and I alternated. I think initially we were Best thinking, idea. I know we were going to kind of tag team each presentation. And then we decided how about like we take turns leading them because that way we can only, we can focus more on our sessions. And then it gives the mm-hmm. other person a little bit of a break because as we know, like being quote unquote on all day, you know, like having to present and talk and, and be very active and engaging is difficult for yeah. a long period of time. So just think about having a classroom of students and not having a lunch break or recess or anything else. Like that's kind of what it feels like. <laughs> yeah. And not just a class of like between 20 and 30 kids, but a class of like 50. <laughs> so the two sessions before lunch, the first one was the session that I ran and it was all mm-hmm. about establishing routines with some of those recurring tasks in order to make your to-do list shorter and then making them a habit. So it's something that you just kind of do without thinking about. Yeah. And so I did the second session, which was all about setting up your monthly calendar and then a weekly schedule. So this was about looking at your monthly calendar and just kind of taking it a step further in order to develop a really effective weekly schedule so that you can utilize your time and see kind of the pockets where you have it um, and where you're able to kind of complete some of those to-do lists. Yep. Then we had our lunch break. So attendees were welcome to eat in the venue. They could bring food back. There was a restaurant there at the place it was being held, which was fantastic. Bridget and I like quickly, we had packed sandwiches and like apples and we just shoved food. So many snacks and we ate none of it. (laughs) I know because we were so busy. I mean, like we did eat our sandwiches, but it was like a typical teacher. We like shoved it down our throats. And then (laughs) we, again, we were like putting out, we put out candy for the attendees to have for the afternoon and we were busy so we didn't get to eat a whole lot but at the end of lunch we had a little game so we did a kahoot to see who knew us best and that was a lot of fun because it was a lot of memories that she created that it was fantastic I went back and listened to all of our well not all but I listened to a lot of our old episodes and just pulled these little like facts and things that we had shared about ourselves and it was really cool to see the things that people remembered you know what I mean yeah um wasn't shout it just out. only one person who got them all right? Yeah, I was going to say shout out to Amanda, or she goes by Mandy, because she knew every single one of them. Bless her heart. I and adore her. She she was amazing to meet. You know, there's certain people that have really engaged with us and interacted with us a lot through mm-hmm. messages and, and comments and things. And we do get to know those people. I mean, we don't know them, know them, but you feel like you know them. And yes. so it's cool to be able to meet them in person. But then after lunch, we had two more sessions. Session three, again, was one that I led and it was all about setting up your to-do list. So your power list, your weekly to-do list, your monthly to-do list. And we had our attendees like go ahead and get them ready for the month of August, because our goal with this whole event was that they could leave with things ready to go and set up. Yeah. And then the last session, which is one that I led, was all about creating templates. And so we talk about utilizing templates in order to really save time later on. So you have to kind of put the time in right now so that later on you don't have to worry about it. It helps saves you time, especially when you start to get really busy. And, you know, there's just a lot of things going on in teaching. So we actually took our attendees through creating two different templates within Google Sheets. I know Google Sheets. like what? We don't talk about that very often. <laughs> However, Google Sheets has some really great features that um, we really wanted to share. And we wanted to just kind of look at a different uh, platform within kind of the Google Drive family uh, to kind of share with our attendees, like how you can use this inside of the classroom. And Bridget rocked it. Like she did such oh. a great job and the attendees all loved it. And then we recorded a tutorial. Well, we didn't. I didn't. Bridget recorded a tutorial video. So if you were at the live event and you're like, wait, like I didn't quite get it. She has a tutorial video in that freebies folder, which if you attended yes. the, the, you know, thing, you know where that freebie folder is. Uh, but make sure you go and check that out. So then afterwards, we did a Q&A and giveaways. And so what we had is in 
like a t- like on a table words, Bridget, I'm losing it, guys. Um, so on a table, we had a little fishbowl and we had cut out a, well, I didn't cut these out, Michelle did, all these beautiful <laughs> colored pieces of paper to where people could go, they could write down questions and they would place them inside of the Q&A bowl because we didn't want to stop in the middle of our sessions because we knew they were like super jam packed with things. Mm-hmm. So we took the fishbowl and we just kind of pulled little tags and we just took took turns answering them and you know saying like reading out the questions out loud now we didn't get to do all the questions which was kind of heartbreaking so we had the idea to create a google doc with all of the questions that were listed in that fishbowl for the attendees and so we answered those and then sent those out for them um, to be able to review and look at their answers. So that way, if they did take the time to put in a question, but we didn't have the opportunity to answer it, they still have an answer from us, but it's in the Google Sheet. Yeah. So if you, again, if you were there, make sure you go and check that out. Yeah. And then we had like giveaways throughout the event um, for different prizes and whatnot. And then we had the VIP session, which we only had a 30 minute chunk of time. So we kind of started cleaning up at the event and then we had to go to a different space. So again, this event was being held at like a golf resort, I guess is how you describe it, right? Yep. Yep. And so the main session was at this kind of separate building. It was almost like an octagon shape, but it had beautiful windows that looked out on the golf course. And then within the main part of the resort, there is a restaurant and we had booked kind of a private room loft area up at the top of the Mm -hmm. restaurant. So we had to go over there and we had food out for the attendees, which was great. There was like pizza and like a charcuterie board and cheese curds and calamari. That was so pretty, right? I loved it. I I didn't get any pictures of the food. I wish I had. Oh, well, hindsight. Mm -hmm. But during that time, we gave each VIP attendee a binded book with kind of a guide for planning the first week of school. So we had lists of like activities and routines and procedures, and we had little templates to help them plan out each day. Because as we know, the first week of school is so different than the rest of the year. You really have to take it like almost minute by minute at certain points in order to plan. And then we just gave them time to kind of collaborate together. And we shared some of our favorite activities and just ate and planned and chatted. And it was great. Yeah. And uh, what I loved is that we gave every single attendee along with the the little notepad. I can't remember if you mentioned this just now, but we gave them the little pen. What are those called? Oh, a shuttle pen where you can push down the different colors. So we gave them one of those. And then we had these little bitty highlighters that were super cute, like just kind of spread out on the table. Um, My favorite part, though, was that at the very end, we took like a group photo together Mm -hmm. where every single one of them knew our ending to this podcast. (laughs) So we said the ending to the podcast. It's it's in Michelle's video. So go and check that out because it is fantastic. But I just loved it. It just made my heart like even now I got like goosebumps thinking about it. And I, I think it was nice for us once again, just have more time to interact with them on a one-on-one basis. And I think at that point, Bridget, at least I'll speak for myself, I felt like a lot of the pressure was off versus Mm -hmm. during the actual event. I was so like, my mind was in presentation mode and making sure I wasn't forgetting things. And I was stressed and feeling anxious because I'm like, I hope it's going well. I hope they're enjoying it. But by the VIP, it was like, I can just talk to them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And while we were at the VIP event, um, bless Trent. <laughs> he like cleaned up the entire event practically. Yeah. Just as far as like getting it all outside of that room, getting it packed back into the truck in the car. Um, and at the very end of it, we had balloons. So we had a set of the the one with the confetti in it, the big balloons that were kind of standing in front of the door for where the VIP event went. So Trent in the middle of this, like, took the balloons and moved them over to the VIP area so that the VIPs knew where to go. And at the end, Michelle's like, oh, let's like pop the balloon so that the confetti is like all over us. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) She wanted to do it like inside of the place. So we're standing outside of the bathrooms, okay, where the door is actually leading to the restaurant itself. There are people walking to this restaurant, by the way. Let me just go ahead and mention that. And she's like, okay, let's like pop it, but we need something to pop it with. Well, my husband carries like a knife, like a very like sharp pocket knife. And so she has the knife. Trent's like, oh, be careful with the knife because she's like flinging it around like it's not a big deal. She's like, ah, here's the balloon. Let's 
<laughs> That's a little bit of an exaggeration. It was I an will exaggeration. say, because we have it on video, it looks much closer in the video <laughs> and in the pictures to like Bridget's face than it actually was. But it, it was funny. But so we, so I'm holding the balloons. Michelle like stabs it with the knife. And so the confetti like goes all over us. Well, these people are like standing looking at us like, what in the world are these girls doing? And as soon as the balloon pops and the confetti's down, I'm like, I'm so sorry. We'll clean it up. I promise. <laughs> that was my favorite moment. It's in the blog. I love laughing. She's just laughing the whole time. I'm like, oh my gosh. And so now I'm on the floor trying to clean up all the confetti. Oh, we basically had to pick it up piece by piece because we tried to use like a broom and it just wasn't like it was making it worse. Yeah. So we popped both of the balloons with the confetti, picked it all up by hand. We then had all the rest of like the latex balloons. And there's a nice clip of Trent taking the pocket knife and just stabbing. Yeah. One after the other, which was cute. And then we went out to dinner because I, before the event, Bridget at one point mentioned Red Robin. I was like, I have not had Red Robin in like over two years. I want to go to Red Robin. So we had planned this in advance. We went to Red Robin. It was fantastic. Not only just to like decompress and kind of chat about it with obviously delicious food, but then we ended up running into one of the attendees there. Her name was Katie. Shout out to Katie. And we got to talk with her more on a personal level at the end of the VIP session and then got to see her at Red Robin, which was really cool. She's amazing. She is fantastic. And it's just, once again, like getting to go over and just talk to her. And I'm very proud of us with this event because a lot of conferences and things you go to, you don't get to interact with the presenters on a more personal level. And I think a lot of times attendees look at the presenters as if they're up on this pedestal and Bridge and I very much wanted it to be like, look, we are regular people just like you and we're on the same level. Like we want to get to know you. And I felt like we got to do that, which was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, And so after our bellies were full and we were just feeling so good, we ended up going back home, but the work did not stop there. (laughs) So we had just like this hodgepodge of stuff because bless Trent, he didn't really know how to organize it. He just kind of put everything into these boxes. So we started like sorting through things and packing things up. Michelle started taking certain things home to her like to Austin to be able to do some other stuff that maybe we'll mention just a little bit later. Mm -hmm. So stay tuned. Um, And then we started putting stuff inside of a tub because I have a giant tub that I just put downstairs in my basement to store all of the things. Um, So we got all of that done. And the next day we drove to Rehoboth. So we kind of took our time in the morning. We didn't necessarily put like a time crunch if, but if Michelle couldn't, she probably would have stayed up until like stayed asleep until like 11 possibly yeah because once again slept at all no and I was up until like 4 a.m just replaying the event over and over again in my head I know (laughs) um so we started driving to Rehoboth which for me it's about a three-hour drive now there are Mm -hmm. drives that are a little bit longer and I completely forgot about this in the beginning until like we were already into it Michelle gets car sick just like I do, but I never have to think about it when I'm driving because I'm the only one in my family that ever gets car sick. And so I'm driving and we're like, I look over at Michelle and she's like starting to get car sick. And I'm like, oh, pickles. And I was like, you're not feeling good. Are you? I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. But everything to get to like this like freeway that I needed to get to are windy roads. Like nothing really helps. She was such a trooper. We got through those windy roads and I was like, I promise as soon as we get like we get to like the main road and it's like just a straight shot freeway. I will stop. We'll take a break. We'll like walk around. We'll go to the bathroom. We'll just kind of sit outside. And that's exactly what we did. Like we stopped at a Royal Farms. We got some snacks that we hadn't tried before. And we just kind of allowed her belly to like decompress. And it was also because she hadn't eaten. So she was on an empty belly. Plus the windy roads equals very sick feeling Michelle. <laughs> and and that was my fault. I should have eaten before getting in the car because I, I know that about myself. But shout out to Melanie and Heidi because they had given Bridget and I these little gift bags with just oh. some of our like favorite things. So I yes. had like Oreos and goldfish and I actually snacked on those in the car, yep. which helped just being able to like have, you know, that saltiness and everything was helpful. Um, yes. But 
we finally made it. <laughs> I never actually threw up, so that was fantastic. We get to Rehoboth, and y'all, it's raining. The whole time. Perfect beach day. <laughs> the whole time. At one point, Michelle was like, oh, I need a sweater. <laughs> yeah, it was cold. It was in, like, the 70s, which to me is cold. And it was fine, though. We got to the hotel. Bridget, do you want to maybe tell them about the parking situation? Listen, y'all, the parking situation is horrible, okay? And I had my new car to me, my new car to me, and I was stressed out the whole time. So can I just say, when we first drive in, they're like, oh, there's like a garage, just go on to the side. So I go on to the side and I'm driving into the garage and I'm like, oh, this is a little bitty garage. Like Mm -hmm. it fits maybe about 50 cars, like not a ton, right? And so I find a parking spot that didn't have anybody next to it, but it was next to a pole on like and I backed in and I kept looking at Michelle and I was like this is not a good parking spot I was like because if somebody parks next to me which you know some fool is gonna park next to me they're gonna hit my door and I'm gonna be stressed out about my car the whole time she's like no nobody's gonna park next to you it's too tight of a space you're fine so I was like okay so we get our bags we go upstairs the guy's like well you have to wait until three o'clock to check in it was 2 30 so she's like okay he gives me a little slip to put in my car she was like well why don't you go put the slip in the car and then I will stay with the bags up here and just wait. So I go downstairs and I am like, I decide to survey and just like look at the area. So I'm walking around the garage. Okay. I had taken the elevator down with these two ladies. All right. They were probably in like their late twenties, maybe early thirties. Yeah. So I'd taken the, the elevator down. I start walking around to figure out like, okay, is there another spot? I found a different spot. I was like, okay, I'm going to move it because it looks like a wider spot. There's nothing on the other side, more like kind of like a junk area. I was like, it'll be fine. I'm going to move. So I move my car. All right. So I, I go into that spot on my way back to the elevator. Those two ladies that I had gone down with are in their car and they start backing up. And I remember turning around and looking at them. Y'all, they clear took off their passenger side window. Like that, that Hold mirror, on, mirror, not, yeah, yeah, I was not, like, the, not window. the window, the mirror on the passenger side, like clean took that sucker off. Like it was just a <laughs> pop. And so they drive back in and I'm just sitting there looking at them like wide, like wide eyed. She pulls back into the spot. The girl gets out in the passenger side looks underneath picks up the mirror gets back into the car and they proceed to still like pull back out and meanwhile I have this couple walking towards me and the guy goes "Mm, I said that those parking spots were too tight I said it it's a terrible parking situation I was like they just took off their side mirror and she was like and the lady was like that's horrible I'm walking upstairs and I'm like Michelle I'm really stressed out about my car She's like, it's fine. It's fine. And it wasn't fine, Michelle, because when I went to go and pull out, I couldn't get out. I was stuck between the wall and the pole. Bless Michelle. Like, she handled it like a pro. Steps out and she's like, okay, turn your wheel all the way to the right. All right. Now pull out. You have about a foot. Okay. Now turn it all the way to the left. Pull up. You have about a foot and a half. Keep going. Keep going. I'm like, oh, my gosh. I'm going to wreck it. But I didn't, y'all. I did not wreck my car. (laughs) She successfully got out. No scratches or anything. I can only imagine what people were thinking when they were watching us, like navigating, getting it out. She was great, guys. Well, I've, I've parked in a lot of like really tight garages around like DC and, and places like that. So I, I was pretty used to like, I knew how to get out and bless Bridget at one point when she was backing up and there was like a cement wall, I almost like stood there so that that way, if she went too far back, because you know how, when you like accelerate and it like, yes, you know, it goes yes. all at once. I was like, that way she'll like hit me instead of like hitting the car on the wall. But I also knew she would yell at me for doing that. So Billy would never allow her to be friends with me. <laughs> ever again I was like no Michelle you cannot sacrifice yourself although in my head I was like I am so grateful for this friend who would sacrifice herself so that my car did not get a ding we've got to protect Bridget's new to her car oh but 
after that, we basically just walked around. We went and got lunch. Oh. We had like soup and salad and sandwich. It like it was perfect. So we went good. into all the little shops. We got like little dog treats to take home to Ember Did and Walter. Did Ember like it? Yes, we're still working on them okay, because same. I have to, you know, break them into little yeah. pieces and I got her like six, but <laughs> no, she, she has been enjoying them. Good, um, good. I also got for the cats, a little mini lamb chop toy, which Ember has a small and a mini or no, she has a small and a medium lamb chop. So I got like a little mini one for the cats. And what, you know, it, Bridget earlier today, I see Ember come walking into my office with the little mini one. I'm like, that's not for you. It's for the cats. So funny. But it was a great time. We had ice cream before dinner. Like, it was just, it was a blast. It was um, fantastic. My favorite place, though, was uh, the Go Brit. Was it Go Brit or something like yes, that? Yes, fish, like and, fish chips. and chips. Oh, so good. I've been dreaming about those fish and chips ever since. Yeah, um, so Bridget had never had fish and chips. And this no. was a place I had gone to several times in Rehoboth. Billy and I love it. It's the closest fish and chips outside of the UK that we've ever found, like, you know, close in terms of how it tastes and everything. So on Sunday or no, not Sunday. Oh my gosh. Wednesday, the next day we had gone to like the outlets and I told Bridget, I was like, let's just try it if you don't like it. Cause Bridget's not big into seafood, but she can do no. some fish. I was like, we'll get you something else if you don't like it. But she ended up liking it. So that it was, was awesome. so good. We walked around the outlets and then we ended up driving. Uh, I had to drive Michelle to the airport that day. And so she did not get sick on this drive. Thank goodness. It but it was highway, so, so we were good. cool getting because I got to see where Michelle grew up because we had mm-hmm. to pass to Chesapeake Bay. Um, bridge, which that freaks me out. Let's just talk about how high that sucker is. I could not look over. I was like, oh my gosh, we are going to fly off of this bridge and we are going to die. Like that is what is going to happen. Cause that's basically the flashes that I had going on. Um, and then we stopped at a, oh, what is it called? Container store. Walked yes. around that for a little bit. And then I ended up just driving Michelle off. I think by the time we had kind of gotten to the point where we were at the container store, Michelle and I had been on, and I'm doing this in like air quotes, since she had arrived, meaning mm-hmm. we were constantly talking, constantly doing. We were just tired. I mean, I was yawning constantly. Michelle was getting on to me for yawning constantly. <laughs> she had not been sleeping very well. It was just a lot. And so she was just like, just take me to the airport. And I'm like, that's a good idea. Let's <laughs> just go to the well, airport. We never like got into any arguments. You know how when you're with someone for a long period of time, like you just start to kind of like bicker. We never had that, which was great. But we definitely had gotten to that point and we were very honest with each other. It's like, yeah. look, I love you. I've loved spending the past few days with you. Yes. I'm ready for some alone time. And it was fine. Like it was great that we were able to communicate that. And I did think it was funny when we had fish and chips that day for lunch, there was a moment we were waiting on our food and Bridget and I oh, were both just scrolling on our this. phones. Yeah, because we're scrolling on our phones. We haven't been on our phones the past few days. Like yeah. we just needed some like like a mental break. And yes. this kind of older lady she was probably what in her 70s maybe 80s like she was older 70s yeah she walks up to us and she goes does no one talk anymore or something like that and it's one of those moments where I understand where she's coming from because it does drive me crazy when people are out to eat and they're on their phones instead of being in the moment however she did not understand our circumstance and that just goes to show you you never know what's happening behind the scenes with people Mm -hmm. and so we tried to explain to her we're like well actually like we've been together nonstop. we just put on this big event where we were talking to people all day and we just want to kind of disconnect and she was kind of like well all right and walked away but It was just an interesting uh, moment. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So kind of thinking about just the whole, you know, that I guess it was almost like a week, almost a week. Almost. Almost. But uh, just thinking about just all of the events, I think overall, the best part of it was just being able to meet all of these top teachers in real life. 100%. Um, It was just such a beautiful experience and them just kind of like chit chatting back and forth and them mentioning things that they had heard on the podcast and things that they knew about us and getting the opportunity to hear from them, get to know them a little bit more was just, it was just hands down amazing. And I loved the interaction that they had with one another. Yes. I was going to say they got to meet each other. They got to meet us. And we had this conversation with them at the event because there were a couple moments where they said, oh, you know, I've only seen you like behind the screen and it's weird to see you in person. And we told them 
it goes both ways. I mean, so many of the people that follow us, we only ever interact with them through messages, emails, comments, and we feel like they are this person behind the screen. And it's not until you actually meet them in person where you realize, wow, you're a real person. And so when people feel that way toward us, we have the same feelings about people that follow what we do. Like they don't feel real until we actually meet them. So it was a very surreal and humbling experience to like meet everyone in the flesh, as we said. Yeah. It definitely left us feeling very motivated, very pumped. I was very excited to go back into the classroom because I felt like I just had this renewed like energy in me of just saying, man, I can kick butt. Like I know I'm going to be able to do this. There is just something that when you bring teachers together and you all have kind of collectively the same vision, uh, the same kind of mental, here's what we want to do. We want to kind of make teaching better and make it a better experience for us, it just, it pumps you up and it gets you Mm -hmm. excited. And I know a lot of the attendees mentioned like that maybe in their personal life or in their school community, they don't have other teachers that are as passionate about it. And so being able to be surrounded by people that all share those same passions, I think is really nice. And I will say just overall, I feel like it was an event we felt very proud to host and we looked at what we created just us. And it was like, wow, like we, we just felt pride in what we created and what we were able to provide for teachers. And it was a fantastic feeling. And I will say on a personal note, I think one of the highlights for me was getting to see Bridget present. There were so many moments where she was presenting and I was just kind of, you know, walking around, but I would just stand there and I was so like enthralled with what she was saying and how she was delivering it. And Obviously, I've never seen her actual actually teach like with her students, but I felt like a student in that moment, yeah. like watching her teach. And it was just like, wow, she is so good at this. And I felt very proud to be presenting with you and getting to see your presentation mm-hmm. style and going, ooh, you know, like that's something I want to try to include more of. Or I like the way she approached that. Like that was a very cool thing for me to get to experience. It just made me feel very proud of you. Well, it is my sappy it, moment. The <laughs> sentiment is totally like given back to you like it's the exact same way for you like just being able to kind of stand up and see how you presented how do you kind of talk through things and um you're funny when you're up there like you really are so funny I was like haha I get that that was really good that was a cute little joke that you threw in there (laughs) but I think just overall just seeing how you handle and you've like you took control and you were able to really organize this event. Like Michelle thought through it all. The games were Michelle's idea, like how we opened it up. She thought about every single little bitty detailed. And this is where her mind, she's like a little hamster on a wheel. Like it just keeps going and going and going. But so I'm so grateful for that because I feel like I learned so much from you. Um, and it's just, it's wonderful. Like I, I feel proud for us being able to kind of do this together, but I, I am very proud of you and just the way that you present and how you get up there and you just, damn, you're just a good boss lady. And I said the D word. I'm sorry, guys. It's okay. <laughs> well, thank you. That's very sweet. I appreciate that. I'm going to go back and re-listen to that when I have a bad yeah, day. But there you go. I think your ringtone for me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, is that even still a thing? Like setting a custom ringtone? I don't know. But I think just in general, we, you know, we complement each other so well because we are very similar, but also different. And I think about a lot of the, the details with the logistics of the event, whereas you know, like the balloons, like Bridget knew exactly like, oh, we need these colors and we need one here and there. And I was like struggling to picture it. And it reminded me of like the bridal shower that Bridget had put on for me and how it was just so cute. And you walk in and it just has that like homey feeling and it makes you feel special while you're there. And she was able to bring that element into the event. It's just interesting how we, we compliment each other. We do. Um, And I will say, so we sent out a Google form to attendees afterward to get feedback because like the true educators we are, we want feedback in order to improve. And Bridget, I haven't shared this with you, but someone put in there that we were even funnier in person than we come across. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, thank you. Like my whole life is made. (laughs) I, yes, that is great. I want to be funny. You, you are apparently according to that, they found us funny. So that was, that was great. Um, so just a couple, like what went well, I think for this being our very first event, we had everything pretty well planned and thought through. There were no hiccups, literally five or 
five or six times throughout the event, Bridge and I would just look at each other and we're like, okay, has anything gone wrong? Nope. Okay. And we kept bracing ourselves for like, yes, SHIT to hit the fan. You know what I mean? Yes. We're like, something has to go wrong. And it didn't. And that was wonderful. And then we got great feedback from everyone. I mean, there were yes. people who said, and this is such an honor, that it was the best PD they had ever attended. And I was what? just like, what? Right? Like, that's such a good feeling. That is and a good feeling. I think the structure of our event where we shared tips and strategies and, and ways to go about things, and then we gave the attendees time to work, that way when they left, they felt like they had already accomplished certain things because I think a downfall of a lot of PDs is you get the information, but then you leave and you're like, but wait, I don't know where to go with this. I don't know where to start. And then you never end up implementing it. Yeah. And I think we did a good job of like making sure they knew exactly what to do and when. Yeah. And even though we had so many people telling us like we did a great job, I think it's in Michelle and I's nature to be able to really reflect ourselves and think about like, how could we make this even better next time? Like, yes, we're yep. getting great feedback, but we still want to be able to grow and continue looking for areas that we can improve in. So one of the things that we had decided is to provide more time for for them to be able to work on tasks. Originally, we were like, oh, we want to give them like half the time of us talking, half the time of them actually working. And while like in theory, that was great. I don't think logistically we, we did a great job of that. So I think there were opportunities for us to be able to kind of condense some of the things that we were talking about and mm -hmm. provide them with more time to like work through some of those tasks because they definitely needed that time. The other thing that we wanted to do was think about ways to provide collaboration. Like we know as teachers that one, we like to chat, we get really good ideas from one another, and we are really like collectively better when we are able to talk things out with each other and hear different perspectives of how to approach situations. So we want to offer more um, opportunities for collaboration, maybe like through activities, something like that. But that's something that we can always kind of think about and put that into the future. And then finally, merch. Guys, our merch sold out before <laughs> lunch. Like it was gone. <laughs> like we didn't have a ton to be fair, but we did have quite a bit and it was totally sold out. And so having more merch uh, for, for people to go and get, I think it's just, it's something special, right? Like if I think about, I took Ian to the Gabriel Iglesias, like he came to the York fair. And so we went to go see Gabriel Iglesias, who's like a really funny comedian. And when we were there, like, it's just something special fun and special to be able to go say like, yeah, I have his t-shirt. And it, it almost allows you to connect a memory to that, right? So I having more merchandise for people to be able to buy, I think would be great for the future. Yeah, I recently heard on YouTube videos, someone compared it to like wearing a team jersey. Like it's just a yeah. way to kind of show support yeah. and, and almost feel like you're part of that community. And we had done a few merch launches in the past. And these were basically all the leftover items. And then we did purchase stickers to be able to have available as well, which we have plenty of stickers left over. But I think now moving forward, because that's kind of where we're going, right? Yes. It's like, what's next? Because I know people are wondering, they're like, but wait, I didn't get to go and I want to go. And so first of all, we do want to offer more merch. We have to figure yes. out the logistics because just to be fully transparent, y'all, you don't make a lot of money on merch. Like you almost end up breaking even between the cost of buying it and then shipping it and the time it takes to like package Packaging. it all like it's it's very time intensive and you and you don't really end up making it but I do think it's something like I just want to be able to provide that for people yeah. and so one of the things I took home with me we had some leftover like shipping bags and things and I told Bridget, I was like, look, now that I'm not in the classroom, I have more time in my schedule to expand my projects. Right. So I would like to take on like merch shipping. I can take care of that. Plus with me being located in Texas, I'm almost more like centrally located to ship out to yep. people versus being on the East Coast, which is nice. So we are going to have some future merch launches. I can't guarantee dates and times and all that right now, but it is on the agenda yeah. for, you know, the future. And then in terms of future live events, of course, when we went to Red Robin, that was like the first thing we started talking about. I was like, what's yeah. next? I think Bridge and I both thoroughly loved doing this and we want to do more, but logistically trying to plan that is difficult because yes. we live on different parts of the country and trying to coordinate it all is hard. But I will say we're, we're going to start looking at other places. Yeah. You know, we just have to make sure it makes sense because again... Uh, we haven't gone through and done all the math 
we but did I think not we make were, any money. We are in no, the hole. I think, <laughs> yeah, we, I think we definitely spent more to put on this event than what yes. we made because we purposely kept tickets very cheap and affordable. We wanted people to be able to come and, yes. and get the information and be able to interact. So we kind of took a hit with that, which is fine. So we have to think about how to better structure it because obviously at the end of the day, like we can't keep putting them on if we're going to lose money every time. Yes. Like that's just not We'd go the broke. best thing to do. <laughs> but we have also talked about possibly offering some like virtual sessions, maybe through like recorded content that you can go and look at whenever. But we also love the idea of doing it in real time and yes. having that like accountability and it just feels more special when you get to like interact through a Zoom or or Skype or whatever. So we want to look at those options. But I think we we would love to hear from you all. Like if you if there's something specific you want to see or there's something like a specific place you want us to go, please like reach out to us on Instagram. Our handle is at teaching on the double. You can also email us teaching on the double at gmail.com and like give us feedback. Let us know because we truly do use that in order to help plan like future content and future events. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. An hour long, guys. We've done an hour of you just listening to us recap this entire live event, (laughs) but we truly hope that you've enjoyed it. I think it's been so wonderful, like sitting down with you and just kind of talking about how it all went, (laughs) because this will definitely be an episode that we're going to come back to and listen to over and over again, especially if we're going to host another live event. We've got to learn from ourselves. So this will be a great reminder. Um, So thank you guys so much for listening in to this bonus episode. We hope that you enjoy it. Please make sure to head on over to teachingonthedouble.com. We want to know what is your time-sucking hurdle right now. So what is your TSH? And we would love for you to subscribe to the podcast so that you can get notified the next time we drop a new episode, which is on Thursday mornings. And if you're on iTunes, we would love for you to leave us a review. It really does help us get into the ears of so many teachers out there. So until next time, be timely, stay organized, and be productive. Bye-bye. See ya.